Yo, 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 shalom, shalom, Yasharal. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good day. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Bread Podcast. And um, we're here to read another chapter. I'm your host, Daliyahu Yasharal, and the podcast is brought to you guys by Living for Yahuwah Ministries. And uh, welcome back, family. We gladly welcome you guys. Um, just got to give thanks and praise to Yahuwah for allowing us to make it here another day to do it again, you know, just giving us the breath of life, you know, and, and all he's done for us. So we got to remember to give Yahuwah esteem at all times, praise for every little thing because we're so much more grateful, we're so much more blessed than we realize, and um, we got to be grateful, right? It's so important. So, yes, family, I welcome you back. Warmly welcome you back, and uh, we gather here today to read another chapter. Today we are reading Numbers chapter 31, 32, 32, 32. <clears throat> so yeah, man, um, I'm excited. We're looking forward to see what the day holds for us, what what kind of knowledge and wisdom, understanding we're going to unlock on the podcast today. So um, again... Let's get started. Thank you guys for being here. So, before we get into the chapter, we got a few housekeeping measures, a few um, opening procedures. Before we start reading, we have to open up in prayer. We're going to pray so we clear our hearts, clear our minds, and then prepare ourselves to read and receive the wisdom, right? Uh, and before we pray, we're going to have a brief recap so that anybody who listening to this now or in the future who may be just stumbled upon this episode without really having a clear understanding or a clear context of how we got to Numbers chapter 32 or what happened before it, um, we want to give a brief uh, brief summary, right? So let's start there. So what you guys should know is we are in the book of Numbers, also known as Bamadabar in the Hebrew, and it's the fourth book of the scriptures. And we are currently reading the block or section of scriptures called the Torah which is comprised of the first five books, which means we already read Genesis, Exodus, and Leviticus. And now we end the book of Numbers, the fourth book, okay? So we always uh, stress and suggest that you guys go back and read from the beginning. We are chronologically reading through the scriptures from the beginning, family, because that's the most important, the only way to do it, right? And it's very important to understand the foundations of everything we read and that's why I'm doing a summary so what do I mean by that um, Genesis again the first book to give you a summary of that what you may have missed and if you did miss it again we stress that you guys the the, the episodes are uploaded chapter by chapter so you guys can go back and listen to that book chapter by chapter you know and we go through everything but they give you the summary Genesis is very important because again that's the, the whole creation story let's start there so you need to understand that and we get foundational principles and understanding from there the for example the shabbat right yahuwah made everything in six days and rested on the seventh day that whole principle the foundation of that understanding is right it's in genesis right so yeah later on he tells us about the, the the commandments and don't break the shabbat and it's talked about you know throughout the scriptures but you have to understand how what is built upon and the precept right so that's very important so Genesis is important for that reason. You get foundational understanding like that. You get to understand the story, the history, the lineage of the family of the Hebrews, 
who is Yasharal? Who are the sons of uh, Abraham? Why is Isaac and Jacob important? And who is Abraham, right? Anyway, and uh, why did Yahuwah choose him? Why did he make a covenant with him? Why did he promise him anything? So this is very important. So to summarize it, what we see in Genesis, the foundation everything is built on, is that Yahuwah is searching, is um, searching in the earth. He's going back and forth through the earth looking for righteousness obedience and righteousness right people that uh, are obedient to his word just like uh, adam should have been in the garden but from that point in the garden we see him coming to people like noah abraham isaac jacob and um which is all one family of people one bloodline of people which is very important to understand right that's foundational but he's coming to these people because he has found them to be righteous and obedient so what does that mean what's the reward He's saving them. He's delivering them. He's guiding them. He's protecting them. He's making covenants with them. He promising. He giving them promises. He blessing them. So uh, that's something you, you kind of need to understand. Like, why is anybody doing what we're doing? Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Is it all for not? Like, you need to understand why you doing what you're doing. So these things are all in scripture and is not really explained well to a lot of people. So we want to make sure that's the foundation of, of our understanding, right? So that's in Genesis. That's the first book. So from there, the scripture builds. Again, this family, he leading them and guiding them, but everything is not perfect. So they, they in the famine. They go down to Egypt. So from there, we're going on to Exodus. We read Exodus. So a brief summary again. They, This family of Jacob, whose name was changed to Yasharal by Elohim, they go into Egypt. And then they end up in slavery. And But again, Yahuwah remembers his covenant um, with another person. Of that family or lineage, the man Moses, and he um, guides him, protects him, delivers him, makes a covenant with him, right? Blesses him. And uh, again, Exodus is one of the most iconic books in scripture. Most people know the highlights uh, Let My People Go, The Ten Plagues, Ten Commandments, etc. etc. So, all these, you know, things, what we talking about when we mention foundational understanding. So, you can't jump into the New Testament and you don't really understand what happened in. With the ten plagues and how he said he gonna do it again and everything you know the pasach for example which is initiated in the book of exodus he tells us to make a memorial and remember it every single year around that time so it's kind of important it's very huge so again exodus is important we behoove you guys to go back and check out those episodes from there we went to leviticus again it gets deeper him not just taking the whole nation of Yasharal under covenant in the wilderness after they came out of slavery in Egypt. He made a covenant with the whole nation, 12 tribes, right? But it gets deeper because he takes a certain tribe, the tribe of Moses and his brother Aharon, the Levites, uh, also known as the Loim, Loim in the Hebrew, right? He takes the Loim and makes them his priests, the priesthood for not only the other 12 tribes, but they all at large for the nations at large right and these people are the ones who are going to officiate and operate everything in the temple the tabernacle the sacrifices uh feast days appointed times these are the individuals that lead yasharal out in war so their uh administrative details and how they are to exactly administer the law all of that is in leviticus so that is a oh man, that is the more I talk about it, the more I see like Leviticus is, if you was reading one book in the Torah, that's the that's the one out of the five. It's right in the middle and it's like all the knowledge is there. So 
we need to understand Leviticus, um, how we make the sacrifices. Again, what we are to eat as a people, clean and unclean, when we are supposed to come to Yahuwah, the appointed times, Muadim, as it's called in the Hebrew. Uh, these things are uh, hugely important. So these are the things that our faith is built on. So you can't just, oh, let's jump into numbers, which, yeah, it's important. It's part of the Torah, but we behoove you guys to uh, start from the beginning and refresh yourselves with the previous chapters and episodes. So with that said, all these things lead us up to where we are now in the wilderness. That's the last thing we talked about in the last chapter when we ride on our enemies. <laughs> Uh, Numbers chapter 31 about uh, how the priests uh, led them out to battle and now Yahuwah is beginning to confirm his covenant um, guiding us through the wilderness and um, giving us the promised land right the land that he promised in Genesis to Abraham Isaac Jacob these people died without seeing the promise that's very important to understand as far as uh, again understanding our reward for righteousness you might not see it, right? A lot of our forefathers, our grandparents, they died, right? Without seeing, but they believe. And what do we do? We live in, and we may have seen more progress than they did. So that's that's another key, family. And that's things like that we have to understand. So we always stress that um, we go back and just listen in the chronological order. The, the Bible are a collection of scrolls, but they are written in a chronological order you know they were not all just written in one day it is a timeline and a history of a people so it's very important to understand those things so that's my summary uh i pray that uh it, it imparted some uh knowledge and some understanding right so from there let's prepare to read family let's clear our hearts clear our minds so like i always say you know given that recap it really just primes me infuse me it amps me up because how can you talk about all these great things that Elohim has done and he's the same Elohim that we serving right now today and he did this for Abraham he did this for Isaac he did this for Jacob and guess what me Daliyahu and you we get to go before him right now we get to pray to the same one so you know how real is that how real is that family so let's do it um if you're not aware, you know, we pray according to the Hebrew faith, the Hebrew custom. We're going to stand, face the direction of Jerusalem. That may be east for some, but if you're in another part of the world, it may be west. If you're somewhere else, it may be north. Uh, so it's very important. We face the direction of the temple. These things are, again, part of the culture. And uh, we will get to that nuance if we continue reading, right? We pray uh, facing the direction uh, the temple that he put his name, the place where he put his name, the city. We uh, ideally we want to stand, uh, raise your hands, open your palms, right? And let's pray, family. Baruch Atah Yahuwah, Alehinu, Hamalat Ulam. Our Father who is in the heavens, permit your name to be set apart. Permit or allow your reign to come or your kingdom to come. Permit your desire to be done on earth as it is in heaven. We come before you today and we humbly, faithfully ask that you give us this day our daily bread. And we asking for our daily bread, you not the podcast, not just food, but we asking that you continue to lead us, guide us, sustain us like only you can. So we ask this day that you give us this day our daily bread. We also ask you, that you Forgive us. Forgive us for our sins, our trespasses, 
against your Torah and your commands as we forgive our dead lords and as we forgive those who trespass against us and as we forgive each other. And also, more importantly, you will forgive us not only for our sins, but for the sins, transgression, and iniquity of our forefathers, for their wickedness and, and their iniquity against your Torah and your command, and for the sins and transgressions and iniquity of our current family. And everyone around us, forgive us for, again, the sins of all those related to us, all those who impact in us. So, most importantly, we want to ask for forgiveness for the sins of our ancestors and ourselves, right? Uh, also, you will be asked that you allow us not to be led into trial, but save us and deliver us from the wicked one. For yours is the reign, the power, and the esteem, now and forever. And you will be just coming before you today, giving you praise on the esteem, not forgetting to assemble ourselves to acknowledge you as we start our day or whatever point we end in our day. We want to acknowledge you at all times. And we just ask that you remember your covenant, you will, with your people. Remember the, the words that you spoke to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you are the, the promises, um, the blessings for the obedience, you are the blessings. We want to call upon you to to act, you are to hear and to act as we continue to seek you, search for you, be obedient to you, serve you. We ask that you remove the stumbling blocks, remove the curses from us and, and, and pour the blessings on us, you are. We know that Everything is in your will and in your hands that you have the power to open up Shemim and just let the windows of heaven pour down blessings on us. So we just ask that you remember your covenant, remember your people who are scattered to the four corners, the four winds of the earth, and just have mercy on your people, have compassion on your people, have mercy and compassion on the people that are thinking upon your name, your deeds, your acts, your commands, your statutes, and um, we'll be forever grateful. So these things and more. We pray in the name of our sovereign priest and king, Yahushua HaMashiach. And we also uh, have to thank you all the time, every time, for the blood that was shed, for, for the deed that was done. The deed that people still don't understand, people still don't acknowledge. But we know it's no small thing, no light thing you hold for you to... Give us your son and let his blood be shed for the remission of sin of all mankind. For those who desire, for those who seek you and call upon you and acknowledge him. So we want to thank you for the the, the access that has been given to the throne. You are, without the shedding of animals' blood, without the temple, without all the things that we're reading about right now. So, so important, you are, for those who understand, just ask that you continue to remove the scales from the eyes of your people and let Yashara rise. So these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign, Yahusha. Allah Yahuwah, Tudah Yahuwah, Yabadakab Yahuwah, Aman. Allah Yahuwah. So man, <clears throat> that was great family. That was great. That's how, that's how we do it. And that's it's only right. So thank you guys for bearing with me and joining in prayer so now we can get our daily bread and read our chapter for today so turn if you will to numbers chapter 32 verse 1 if you are not reading along i will read gladly and um try to read straight through and we'll talk 
try to discuss commentary at the end. Um, if anything is relevant, I'll try to, you know, give uh, the necessary commentary in the midst of it. But I like, I love, I want to, my goal is to try to just read the scripture, let it speak for itself, let you, let the word speak. So, Numbers chapter 32, verse 1. Now, the people of Reuben, or Rauban, and the people of Gad had a very great number of livestock. And they saw the land of Yazar and the land of Gilead. And behold, the place was a place for livestock. So the people of Gad and the people of Reuben came and said to Moses and to Alazar the priest and to the chiefs of the congregation, Atarat, Dabun, Yazar, Nimrah, Hashbun, Alala, Sabam, Nabu, and Baun, the land that Yahuwah struck down before the congregation of Yashra, is a land for livestock, and your servants have livestock. And they said, If we have found favor in your sight, let this land be given to your servants for a possession. Do not take us across the yard. But Moses said to the people of Gad and to the people of Reuben, Will your brothers go to war while you sit here? Why will you discourage the heart of your of the people of Yashrael from going over into the land that Yahuwah has given them? Your fathers did this when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up to the valley of Eshkol, Ashkol, Ashkol, and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the people of Yashrael from going into the land that Yahuwah had given them. And this is a reference to what happened earlier in Numbers, the book of Numbers. And that is the reason why they had to wander in the wilderness for 40 years instead of going directly into the promised land. So that was kind of a big deal what Moses is mentioning. Verse 10. And Yahuwah's anger was kindled. Yahuwah's anger was kindled on that day. And he swore, saying, Surely none of the men who came up out of Montserrat from 20 years old and upward will see the land that I swore to give to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob because they have not wholly followed me so that's very important family because we have to learn from the mistakes uh, the scriptures tell us that all these things are written for our understanding so he said that the reason they didn't go up they, that they died in the wilderness is because they did not follow him all the way completely and that's kind of important because you know the world is filled with a lot of people saying you know they believe, I love them, da 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 da, but we know everybody not following him wholly. So he knows, right? So it's kind of a highlight. Verse 12 None except Kalab, the son of Yafunah, and the, the Kanazit, and Yahusha, the son of Nun, for they have wholly followed Yahuwah. And again, I have to point it out. This name mentioned in the Torah is very important. This family name in Yashara, Yahusha, is rendered Joshua in this chapter in the English translations. And in the New Testament, in the same Hebrew word is rendered as J-E-S-U-S. But the Hebrew word is Yahusha. Very powerful, very powerful Hebrew name. We're going to see again another thing maybe you should highlight. Verse 13. And Yahuwah's anger was kindled against Yashara, and he made them wander in the wilderness forty years until all the generation 
that had done evil in the sight of Yahuwah was gone. And behold, you have risen in your father's place, a brood of sinful men, to increase still more the fierce anger of Yahuwah against Yasharal. For if you turn away from following him, he will again abandon them in the wilderness, and you will destroy all this people. Then they came near to him and said, We will build sheepfolds here for our livestock, and cities for our little ones. But we will take up arms ready and go before the people of Yashraw until we have brought them to their place. And our little ones will live in the fortified cities because of the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until each of the people of Yashraw has gained his inheritance. Sound like brotherly love. That sound like that's the great plan. Verse 19. For we will not inherit with them on the other side of the Yarden. And beyond, because our inheritance has come to us on this side of the Jordan to the east. Okay, verse 20. So Moses said to them, If you will do this, if you will take up arms to go before Yahuwah for the war, and every armed man of you will pass over the Jordan before Yahuwah until he has driven out his enemies from before him, and the land is subdued before Yahuwah, then after that, you will return and be free of obligation to Yahuwah and to Yasharal, and this land will be your possession before Yahuwah. But if you will not do so, behold, you have sinned against Yahuwah, and be sure your sin will find you out. Build cities for your little ones and foes for your sheep, and do what you have promised. And the people of Gad and the people of Reuben said to Moses, your servants will do as my master commands. Our little ones, our wives, our livestock, and all our children will remain there in the cities of Gilead. But your servants will pass over every man who is armed for war before Yahuwah to battle, as my master orders. So Moses gave command concerning them to Alazar the priest, and to Yahusha the son of Nun, and to the heads of the father's houses of the tribes of the people of Yashorah. And Moses said to them, If the people of Gad and the people of Reuben, every man who is armed to battle before Yahuwah, will pass with you over the Yarden, and the land will be subdued before you, then you will give them the land of Gilead for possession. However, if they will not pass over with you armed, they will have possessions among you in the land of Canaan. And the people of Gad and the people of Reuben answered, What Yahuwah has said to your servants, we will do. It's always the right answer. Verse 32. We will pass over arm before Yahuwah into the land of Canaan, and the possession of our inheritance will remain with us beyond the Yarden. And Moses gave to them, to the people of Gad, and to the people of Rauban, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, the son of Yahusaf, the kingdom of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, sovereign of Bashan, the land and the cities with their territories, the cities of the land throughout the country. And the people of Gad built Dibon, Atarat, Aror, Atarath, Shaphan, Yazar, Yagbaba, Yagbaha, Yagbaha, Beat Nimrah, 
and beat Haran, fortified cities and foes for sheep. And the people of Rahuban built Heshbon, Alela, Kiriathaim, <coughs> verse 38, Nabu, and Baalma'an. Their names were changed, and Simba. And they gave other names to the cities that they built. And the sons of Makir, the son of Manashah, went up to Gilead and captured it, and dispossessed the Amorites who were in it. Verse 40. And Moses gave Gilead to Makir, the son of Manashah, and he settled in it. And Yair, the son of Manashah, went and captured their villages and called them Haut Yair. And Nabah went and captured Kanat in his villages and called it Nabah after his own name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was Numbers chapter 32 or Bamadabar chapter 32. So in the wilderness, we see what is happening. All praise, all esteem to Yahuwah that slowly but surely, right, we are claiming the land. We are inheriting the promised land. We are taking back what is rightfully ours, what Yahuwah has given us. So this was um, a great chapter, not just because the promise is being fulfilled, the covenant is coming to pass, but also just to really for me to see that the brotherly love that's shown because that was the, the point of contest, you know, like, okay, so we got our land and everybody else said, okay, well, then y'all got y'all land, then that don't make sense. How we just, we gonna go to war on the other side of the promised land, the base, the main point, the main area of the promised land is yet to be had across the river of the yard, right? So it's like, if you get your land and we ain't get our land, then how did that make sense? And you're not going to help us? And uh, it wasn't really much of an argument. It was just a, an agreeing and coming to terms and understand that, no, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to just claim our inheritance, but we will continue on with you guys until the finish line. And that's a, it's a very um, noteworthy, right? Very noble cause. And it just goes to show the type of attitude we should have with our brothers. It's, it's a scripture that talk about that. And someone in the New Testament, one of the disciples was saying like, or Mashiach was saying like, if somebody asks you to walk with them one mile, go two with them. If they ask for the one, take, give them the two. Something like that. It's something you'll find it. If you Google that, it's, it's pretty it's, it's pretty popular. Uh, cliche. Like, if they ask you to walk with them a mile, go two with them. So it's very interesting. But the point is, it just I think it shows I think that's the lesson, really, what I'm saying is for the day and, and the wisdom we can take from that. Uh, besides the encouragement, you know, of understanding and seeing that the promise is being fulfilled. You know, and I think it's very encouraging for us. Uh, the diaspora, right? The outcast of Yashara, the, re the remnant that's returning, the remnant that's fleeing, right? Uh, from captivity and returning to the way, right? The old, inclining in the old path. It's interesting to see how, again, you know, prophecy is fulfilled. Covenant is um, being revealed and awarded, right? But it's, it, it's not in the day. It doesn't happen in the day, fam. And it doesn't mean, like, it's no fighting involved. It doesn't mean it's no <clears throat> pushing involved, no coming to terms involved, you know, no type of uh, contest or disagreements or anything that we have to 
you know, it's not smooth sailing. It's the wilderness. It's a rocky road, but we on the road, the, the straight path, the narrow path, the, the path to the promised land, the path that leads to the pearly gates, right? The path to the kingdom, you know, because the kingdom is at hand. And it's all these things are written for our understanding again. So what we see with the kingdom at hand is we are attaining it hand in hand with our brothers, with our family. And uh, Yahuwah is given the victory. Right, so that's that's amazing right there. So, um, yeah, family, yeah, it's family. That's that's what we here for. Uh, that's the encouragement we need to start our day. That's the outlook we need to have in life. That is the mindset and the, the armor that we got to put on to to quench the fiery darts. Right. So, I pray this help. I pray this help. I'm your brother, Daliyahu. Um, just a servant, right? Just a servant. And um, I pray this is, it made sense. I pray that you understood what happened. I pray that you continue to incline and understand it. I pray that continue to serve you who, right? Uh, that's the goal. So, yeah, family, I want to just thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening, taking the time out your day to acknowledge the word of you who, right? And his humble servant. Um, uh, we ask that you guys only only thing I ask is just that you guys continue to show love show love we don't, we Hebrew we don't talk love we show love yeah, support the podcast share it if you know anybody who may be blessed by hearing the word of Yahuwah read to them right anybody who could benefit from listening to the word of Yahuwah share the podcast um, whatever platform you're listening on and follow the podcast so you notify whenever we release another episode or you know upload a new chapter um, interact with us in the question and answer segment. Let us know what you think about the episode. What 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 was the biggest takeaway from this chapter for you? What were some things that resonated with you? This is always a part of the discussion we want to continue to have going and hear back from listeners. So interact with us in the question and answer segment. You can do it on social media. Reach out to us on social media. Let's keep the conversation going. All the links below. Um, if you feel led to support the ministry, show love. Do that. Um, is greatly appreciated and uh, we a nation of people like I always say to one of my brothers who we work with each other and support each other and stuff like that like he always said we're a nation of people and we are brothers and I think that's the title of this episode just brotherly love because that's what we see in the endeavor we go forth hand in hand so um, these things and more we pray in the name of our Mashiach and Sovereign Yahusha so halal Yahuwah family Thank you guys for joining us. Have a great day. And we will see you guys in the next chapter. Shalom, family. Have a blessed day.